Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Monday, February 5th, and we start with local news. U.S. Representative Andy Ogles has signed on to a bipartisan letter seeking answers from U.S. regulators on if stock traders engaged in the short selling of Israeli stocks in the days before the October 7th Hamas attack on Israel. The January 31st letter from the Tennessee Republican and California Democratic Congressman Brad Sherman requests that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, and Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, or FINRA, investigate the claims that were brought to light following a December 2023 draft paper called Trading on Terror. The research paper, which is not yet peer-reviewed, was published by law professors at New York University School of Law and Columbia Law School and reports a significant spike in short-selling in the principal Israeli company exchange-traded funds days before the October 7th Hamas attack. Our findings suggest that traders informed about the coming attacks profited from these tragic events, and consistent with prior literature, we show that trading of this kind occurs in gaps in U.S. and international enforcement of legal prohibitions on informed trading, the study reads in part. Taken together, our evidence is consistent with informed traders anticipating and profiting from the Hamas attack, it reads. Now, Representatives Ogles and Sherman are asking the SEC and FINRA to investigate the claims and provide answers. If our financial regulatory agencies had knowledge of illicit trading practices done by bad actors, the American people need to know about it, Ogles said in a press release. Analyzing abrupt market trends like this can, like this one can certainly help us investigate potential attacks on our home front before they happen. I am proud to work with my colleague from across the aisle, Ranking Member Brad Sherman of the Subcommittee on Investor Protection, Entrepreneurship, and Capital Markets to fight for accountability. The proximity of unusual spikes in short sales of Israeli stocks to Hamas's October 7th terrorist attacks warrant a closer look by both the SEC and FINRA, Representative Sherman said. I hope the SEC and FINRA will conduct the proper investigation to protect the integrity of our capital markets. The starting point is to see who the beneficial owners were of the major short sales, he said. The October attack and subsequent war have led to the rallying of Nashville Jewish community members and commitments of solidarity and support of Israel from Governor Bill Lee. Palestinian community members have continued to protest and call for a ceasefire, while Ogles and Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn have called for ending aid for Palestinians and barring Palestinian refugees from the United States. The Tennessee Children's Home has selected Mike Juhas as its new president, who will take over for the longtime president, Brian King, who plans to retire in June. While the position will be new for Yu Haas, he has been involved with the children's home since 1995, serving many positions such as emergency shelter shift worker, house parent, residential counselor, principal, and program director. He is also a graduate from Freed Hardeman University with a bachelor's degree in business administration. Yu Haas's transition into the position will begin April 1st and will commence no later than June 30th, according to a press release. 
Tennessee Children's Home is a great organization made up of people who are passionate about helping kids, Yuha said. I am thankful for the opportunity to lead these efforts into the future. According to a press release, the Children's Home currently serves around 100 children and young adults. Mike has proven himself strong and capable at every level, Board of Tennessee Children's Home Chairman Bruce Gibbs said. We are confident that he is the person to lead the Tennessee Children's Home organization to an even brighter future for the children in our care, he said. King will be retiring after serving the Children's Home for 42 years, beginning as a social worker and later being named president in 1998. During his time, the Children's Home underwent many improvements and expansions. Its largest expansion occurred in October of 2021, when the Children's Home opened its new campus on approximately 45 acres off Dr. Robinson Road. I know Mike Uhas will do a great job, King said. He has an extensive background in child care and business management. It's a good feeling to know that Tennessee Children's Home is being left in good hands. The Children's Home was founded in 1909 as the Tennessee Orphans Home. Its services provide group home residential treatment, child and family counseling, and aftercare programs for children who are victims of abuse, dependent neglect, as well as orphans. In addition to Spring Hill, the nonprofit currently has campuses in Hendersonville, Knoxville, and Clarksville. For more information, visit the Children's Home website at www.tennesseechildrenshome.org. Join the Well Outreach on February 10th for a night of hope at the renowned Worldwide Stages in Spring Hill. This will be an evening like none other, as they are joined by special guests, award-winning Christian music artist Michael W. Smith and Helen Smallbone. Proceeds from A Night of Hope will bring hope to hungry families throughout Middle Tennessee, as the Well Outreach prepares to open a second food pantry location in Mount Pleasant. Join the Well Outreach as they come together to provide hope to our community in need. Tickets are available individually or by the table. Learn more by visiting www.thewelloutreach.org. The Murray County Democratic Party will hold its quadrennial county convention on March 16th, when the party will kick off its efforts to re-elect President Biden and support Democratic candidates for state elections at all levels. The convention will be held at the Dr. Krista Seacrest Martin Recreation Center in Fairview Park, located at 871 Iron Bridge Road in Columbia, from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Doors will open at 11 and business will start at noon. A monthly open meeting of the Murray County Democratic Party will be called to order after the convention. The Murray County Democratic Party Convention is part of the process for electing selectors. Selectors will choose Democratic National Convention delegates on April 6th at the Congressional District Convention. The location and time for the Congressional District Convention will be announced soon. Murray County is entitled to pick 29 of the 280 selectors for the 5th Congressional District. These selectors at the 5th Congressional District Convention will pick five delegates to the Democratic National Convention. The Tennessee Democratic Party will choose additional at-large delegates on April 27th. The Democratic National Convention will be held in August in Chicago. Candidates for delegate must declare themselves by March 7th. Further information for those wishing to be a candidate for delegate can be found at the Tennessee Democratic Party website at tndp.org under Delegate Selection. To participate in the county convention, you must have voted in the March 5th Democratic presidential primary in Murray County.
Voters who will turn 18 between March 6th and November 5th are exempt from that requirement. All Democrats must sign a form pledging to support the party's presidential nominee. Democrats are encouraged to pre-register online at murraydems.org forward slash 2024 convention. Friday was career day at Whitthorn Middle School. Front Porch Radio's Mary Susan Kennedy was on hand to speak to Katie Albright, who helped organize the event, and student Jackson Thomason. This is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. And this morning I'm at Whitthorn Middle School to learn about their career day. I'm speaking with Katie Albright, the 7th and 8th grade counselor who is in charge of career day. Congratulations, Katie. This looks so, like so much fun. Yes, it's been a wonderful turnout, and we thank y'all for being here so that businesses can know we are in support of students and their learning of different careers. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. Tell us about who all is here. What's going on? We have Columbia Power and Waters here to talk to students about their different departments. We have Columbia State here for students to talk about their different departments. Gentiva Hospice is with us. Murray Regional Hospital is here today. The Columbia Fire Department is here. The Sheriff's Department is here. 4-H is here with us, and we have a lot more businesses here for kids. That sounds fascinating. I'm also speaking with Jackson Thomason, son of Leah and Lee Thomason. Jackson, tell us about what you like best. What all did you do? Well, I went to 4-H and I held um, a snake and they, they, were, they had a cockroach, like a big cockroach, but some ki- someone stepped on it and now it's dead. I went over to the Columbia Power Water System. They have a drone there. They just have a bunch of different stuff. They have a, they have a guy with a some type of gun or something. It's like a carbon dioxide gun where you can shoot air out. They also, it's just cool stuff all over the place. Is this a fun way to learn about possible careers? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, that's great. Well, kids are pouring in and out of the gym. They're having a marvelous time. Super well organized. Everybody's having a great time. Congratulations. When Slim Marler and his wife were moving to their Linville, Tennessee farm in 2020, they had a discussion about the remoteness of their property and proximity to emergency health care. They had no idea how important that discussion would be in a few years. On one day in March of 2023, Marler was doing some outdoor projects around their home when he didn't feel quite right. He felt severe pain spread from the joints in his wrists and shoulders through his chest that was so bad he couldn't change out of his dirty shirt and boots. He knew something was terribly wrong and that he needed to find help quickly. Upon arriving at the emergency department at Murray Regional Medical Center, Marler and his wife thought he was having a reaction to medication he was taking for a poison oak rash. The Murray Regional Medical Center staff immediately knew he was having a heart attack, though, and it was confirmed after an electrocardiogram. He quickly met with Dr. Kevin McKeeling, a specialist in interventional cardiology, who explained that Marler was having a heart attack. He was taken to the cardiac catheterization laboratory for an angioplasty procedure and stent placement. From the nurse at the front desk of the ER to the cath lab staff, they knew exactly what was going on and exactly what to do, Marler said. I believe had it not gone that way, there was a fairly significant risk of dying on that spot or having significant heart damage. I had neither of those occur, thankfully, he said. Marler is forever grateful for the life-saving care he received. He was back to himself a couple of days after the heart attack and since has been able to continue his very active lifestyle. 
In addition to working outdoors religiously, he's an ice hockey player and exercises regularly. Murray Regional Medical Center's Cardiac Catheterization Laboratory has also helped him work towards getting FAA approval to fly again. The entire cath lab team has just been spectacular with how efficient and effective they've been through this whole process, he said. They've really been a pleasure to work with. You don't find that everywhere you go, he said. Marler, 58, is a veteran of the United States Air Force. He routinely received medical examinations, including electrocardiograms annually, as a part of his service and career as a pilot, and never showed any concerning heart irregularities. He also doesn't have a family history of heart disease or heart attack. I eat a balanced diet, too, but you never know. The physicians have explained to me that it could happen at any moment to anyone, he said. It's important to understand the symptoms of heart attack. Call 911 immediately if these symptoms are present. Chest discomfort, such as pressure, tightness, or pain. Discomfort in other parts of the upper body, like the arm, jaw, back, or neck. Shortness of breath, unusual fatigue, nausea, lightheadedness, or cold sweat. Murray Regional Medical Center's Cardiac Catheterization Laboratory includes state-of-the-art technology that assists an an expert team of heart specialists in investigating heart conditions and performing several interventional procedures, including angioplasty and stenting, as well as pacemaker and defibrillator implants. The medical center has been recognized as the chest pain center with PCI by the American College of Cardiology and holds certification in the treatment of heart failure from the Joint Commission. It also recently received three-year reaccreditation in echocardiography from the Intersocietal Accreditation Commission. For a full list of heart care services offered at Murray Regional Medical Center, and for more information, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash heart. The Tennessee Highway Patrol will be conducting sobriety roadside safety checkpoints during the week of February 16th on State Highway 7.1 miles south of Knob Creek in Murray County starting at 10 p.m. Impaired driving is a serious crime that kills more than 16,000 people and injures 305,000 people every year in the United States. Troopers will evaluate drivers for signs of alcohol or drug impairment. Troopers will target those who operate a vehicle while impaired and take corrective actions for other violations observed while ensuring the protection of all motorists. The Tennessee Highway Patrol recognizes that sobriety checkpoints are highly visible and effective tools in the battle against impaired driving. Spring Hill City leaders are discussing possibly purchasing the historic Martin Chairs House, or Ferguson Hall, in Spring Hill in an effort to maintain its lasting historic preservation. The Board of Mayor and Aldermen and the Municipal Planning Commission met last week in a joint meeting where talks of a potential grant application to purchase the historic property were discussed. The item was presented by City Alderman Vincent Fuqua, who said there is an opportunity to secure federal funding for the purchase. I have spoken with a development group, very high level, on whether they would be interested in selling Ferguson Hall to Spring Hill, Fuqua said. The next step would be to hear about the grant opportunity, followed by maybe directing staff to do a letter of intent to that group so we can get an appraiser, evaluate some of those costs on what that looks like, and move forward, he said. The property dates back to the early 1800s and has served not only as a residential home, but also as multiple schoolhouses, as well as the Church of Christ Tennessee Orphan Home, and later as part of the Tennessee Children's Home. Alderman Matt Fitterer, on discussing the grant, said the city would only be able to apply for it once there is a purchase agreement in place. 
It basically covers the assessed value and anything between the assessed value and purchase costs for the city to make up, Fitterer said. Using made-up numbers, if the assessed value is $1 million and we have a contract to purchase it for $1.5 million, we would get $1 million from the, grant, from the grant and then come up with the other half million. Alicia Fitz, Spring Hill resident and chairperson of the Spring Hill Historic Commission, said the purchase would be a great opportunity to not only preserve the structure, but also the landscape and surrounding property, as well as a beacon for the city's Old Town District. If we have an opportunity, please let us count on the city to take the lead on that, Fitz said. This particular property is valuable to the city, not only for the Civil War stories and what happened around the Civil War, it's actually been the heart and soul of Old Town for years, she said. Fitz added that preserving Ferguson Hall would also present a sense of belonging that is lacking in Spring Hill. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Judy Whitley Johnson, 75, a retired laboratory technician for Murray Regional Medical Center and a longtime resident of Hilltown Road in Santa Fe, died Thursday, February 1st at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mrs. Johnson will be conducted on Wednesday, February 7th at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Potts Cemetery in the Kinderhook community of Murray County. The family will visit with friends on Tuesday, February 6th from 4 to 7 p.m. at the funeral home. Mr. Gary Wayne Jackson, 46, died Friday, February 2nd at St. Thomas Midtown Hospital in Nashville. The family of Mr. Jackson will visit with friends on Thursday, February 8th from 4 to 8 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have sunny skies today with a high of 62 degrees. Winds will be out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of around 32. Winds will be light and variable. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. When you bank local, you get local expertise. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers. We've supported families, individuals, and businesses of Middle Tennessee for over a century. You are more than an account number. You are our community, and we're committed to helping you thrive. Switch to First Farmers, visit myfirstfarmers.com, or call 1-800-882-8378. Member FDIC. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because He changed mine. 
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Governor Bill Lee has offered to send additional Tennessee National Guard to Texas amid an increasingly politicized clash between state and federal officials over border patrol issues. Lee joined Texas Governor Greg Abbott and a contingent of other Republican governors in Eagle Pass, a Texas border city that has emerged as a flashpoint over immigration issues. Lee on Sunday called it a crisis, and the state obviously sent, I'm sorry, the state previously sent 125 National Guard members to the area in October. It's obviously been a crisis for many years now, Lee said. Republican governors have been sounding that alarm for many years. Lee issued public support for Abbott in January following a U.S. Supreme Court ruling that allowed federal Border Patrol agents to remove razor wire buoys installed by Texas along the Rio Grande. Critics have called the razor wire inhumane and largely ineffective at addressing wider immigration issues. Last year, a woman woman and two children drowned trying to cross the river. Abbott accused the Biden administration of breaking the compact with states. The White House, meanwhile, has called on Republican governors to talk to their state's congressional delegations about supporting new immigration policies. A bipartisan border security package recently reached in Congress would include some Republican-backed measures such as stricter asylum standards and new deportation powers. However, it will be an uphill battle toward passage as former President Donald Trump has pressured House Republicans to torpedo the deal. Vanderbilt University Medical Center, one of the nation's leading transplant centers, performed 739 such procedures last year, the highest number in the health center's history. This beats the center's 2021 record of 645 transplants. A transplant center last year also performed its first combined lung-kidney transplant and first combined lung-liver transplant. Organ transplantation has a rich history at Vanderbilt, said Dr. Joseph Magliocca in a written statement. The institution has made a firm commitment to providing access to life-saving organ transplants for as many patients as possible while achieving the highest quality outcomes. We strive to continue to be a national leader in organ transplantation in an environment that our faculty and staff are proud to be a part of. By the end of 2023, Vanderbilt University Medical Center had performed more than 12,000 organ transplants since its first kidney transplant in 1962. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercary.com. That's huntercary.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. A number of restaurants at Tennessee State Parks will serve romantic dinners for Valentine's Day on Wednesday, February 14th, and two parks, Montgomery Bell State Park and Natchez Trey State Park, offer overnight lodge stay packages. Cumberland Mountain State Park in Crossville is offering a Valentine's Day buffet at the Homestead Harvest Restaurant. You can make a stop at the photo booth as well. Fall Creek Falls State Park in Spencer has a restaurant that will be offering a three-course meal with a great view of Fall Creek Falls Lake. Henry Horton State Park in Chapel Hill will have a romantic four-course dinner served on Valentine's Day from 5 to 8 p.m. Paris Landing State Park in Buchanan, as well as Pickwick Landing State Park in Counts, Tennessee, will celebrate on February 14th with three-course meals in the afternoon. For more information on each of the park's Valentine's Day plans, visit www.tnstateparks.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.